Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. Nine years ago, when my family went on vacation in Islesford, Maine, I met Ashley Bryant. Ashley is an award-winning writer and illustrator of children's books, makes puppets and stained glass windows. Most of his artwork is actually made from materials that he has found on the beach. When Ashley retired from Dartmouth College, he became a year-round resident in Islesford. He is loved by his community and by the people that have gotten to know him during their summer visits. He has graciously shared his talents with his community teaching people of all ages how to paint. Although he has slowed down, he just celebrated his 97th birthday, he continues to paint and welcome people into his home to see his work and share stories with them. Walking into his house is like walking into a museum. At a 4th of July picnic, a woman told me about her first visit to Ashley's home. She said, when I learned that Ashley Bryan lived on the island, I really wanted our family to meet him. At the encouragement of the local residents, we went to his house unannounced. People said, oh, just... Just go in his house and knock at the door. He loves company. So we timidly knocked on his door, and sure enough, he opened the door, a big smile on his face, and he welcomed us in. Come in, look around, and then take a seat. I'll get us some drinks and and snacks, he said. He brought out some drinks and a plate with two cookies. There were six of us. I felt embarrassed and guilty that we had put him in that situation. Ashley was not faced at all. Without missing a beat, Ashley broke each cookie into several pieces. He took, we took a piece or two and had a wonderful time. She said, it would have never occurred to me to do that. If it had been me, I would have, been, I would have apologized that I didn't have any snacks to offer. Ashley, over his 97 years, has learned that there's always enough. Learning and believing that we have enough, that we are enough, is a lesson that is not easy for most of us. It is a lesson that Jesus repeats over and over to his disciples. Do not be afraid. Do not worry about what you will have or not have. Look, look at the birds and the plants. If God takes care of them, why would God not take care of you? Come to me, all of you who are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. You don't have to overwork and overworry. Lean on me. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, we heard. The smallest of the seeds will grow into the largest bush. Jesus' lessons follow his tradition to trust that God will provide today, just like God has always provided, just as God provided to the Israelites in the wilderness with water, bread, and meat. However, trusting that we have enough and are enough is particularly hard during difficult times. Sure, when things are going great and when the sky is blue and the flowers are blossoming, we are more likely to say, yes, there is enough and I am enough. But what Jesus wants us to learn is that regardless of the situation, regardless of whether things are going well or not, especially when times are difficult and we are suffering, we can trust in God that with God we will have enough and trust that we, as one of God's creations, we are enough. In the Gospel of Matthew, the feeding of the crowd happens during a very difficult time for Jesus. He has just heard that John the Baptist, his cousin, and the person that baptized him has been killed. Jesus was actually grieving, which is why he had gone to a deserted place to be alone and to mourn. 
He was also afraid of what might happen to him if John the Baptist, who was seen as a prophet and was greatly admired by the Jewish community, could be killed. Everyone was vulnerable. What was to become of him and his ministry? However, his alone time was cut short. The crowds came to search for him. What does Jesus do? He looks at the crowd, sees their suffering, and trusts that he will be enough, that he can cure the sickness affecting the people. And he does. He cures and cures and cures until it's late in the day. Yet, the disciples have not learned that they have enough and that they are enough. They worry what will happen if the people remain with them and they get hungry. They worry that they will disappoint the people or put the people in danger by not encouraging them to go and find something to eat before it gets too dark and too dangerous to travel. Again, Jesus teaches the disciples by showing them what is possible with God. He shows them that what they, when they bring all that they have, either a little or a lot, when they bring all of who they are, God can work miracles. Jesus hands out the pieces of bread and fish to the disciples so they can share with the people. And as we read, after everyone has eaten enough, there are baskets filled with the leftover bread and fish. What disciples saw as not enough, Jesus proved to be not only enough, but an overabundance. This gospel story can offer us the salve that we need during this difficult time. After months of this pandemic and social unrest, we are not sure that either we have enough or are enough. Do I have enough patience to survive social distancing? Do I have enough empathy to listen to people who are different from me? Will I have enough time to meet the needs of my job and my family? Am I a good enough parent to keep my children physically and emotionally safe? Am I a good enough son or daughter to keep to care for my elderly parents? Do we as a country have enough resources to provide health care, food, and shelter to the people who are struggling during this pandemic? Will online learning be enough to fully educate our children? The doubts abound during this time. Jesus teaches us through the miracle of the feeding of the crowds that when we bring what we have and who we are to Jesus, it will not only be enough, but it will be more than enough. The disciples trusted in Jesus and accepted his invitation to bring to him what they had. Their willingness to hand over to Jesus a small amount of bread and fish allowed Jesus to multiply the gift into more than enough. I want to point out the role that the disciples play in this gospel story. Jesus did not make the food out of thin air. Jesus used the food the disciples brought him. They brought the seed for the miracle, the five loaves and two fish. They were participants in the miracle. They may not have believed that they had enough to feed the multitude, but they believed in Jesus and trusted in him. It is their trust in him that allows them to willingly hand over the small amount of food. Jesus takes their gift and shows them what God can do when we trust that God will provide. The disciples were not passive, and we too are invited to participate in God's miracle, the miracle that God can transform everything that we are willing to willingly transform everything that we offer willingly to God. Transform what we might think is not enough patience, empathy, or time into more than enough. The life of John Lewis is being celebrated. He was a man that during very difficult times under conditions that made it impossible to have any hope for change, came together with other men and women like Martin Luther King, Ms. Ruby Sales, Doris Derby, Diane Nash, Lonnie King, and many others. They trusted that their part could change the conditions for millions of people. The odds were astronomical. 
the risks great. Gaining civil rights to the disenfranchised African-Americans in the South was like trying to feed a multitude of five lo with five loaves and two fish. Yet they trusted that God would take their work, their part, and transform it into more than enough, into a miracle. Under incredible odds, the Civil Rights Movement won legislation that returned to the African-Americans and other people of color and the poor their constitutional right to vote and participate in the democratic process. As we look around today after months of the worldwide pandemic, civil and social unrest, declining economy and the uncertainty of when and how our children and teachers will return to school, we can trust that we can bring to Jesus what we have and who we are. Just Jesus will take our gift, bless it, and give it back to us transformed, multiplied, so that we will be more than enough, so that it will be more than enough for us, not only to survive this uncertain and difficult time, but to thrive. On the deserted hill, Jesus invited the disciples to bring what they had to him, five loaves of bread and two fish. According to the disciples, not enough to feed the over 5,000 hungry people. But Jesus knows that with God's blessing, it will be more than enough. So he looks up to heaven, blesses the food. As the food begins to be distributed, it becomes clear that a miracle has occurred. Not only does everyone have enough to eat, there is plenty left over. Let us come to Jesus when we are afraid and do not think we have enough or are enough and bring to him what we have and who we are. Jesus will show us that all of who we are and all of what we have is more than enough. Amen.